me recap the last session before we jump in. Yeah, I would. Um, we did a lot of character shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, for Hebos, he had a couple good moments with uh, Cody and Eloise and Cass, the centaur. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Hebos caught the fucking snitch. We played a Quidditch game. That was yeah. insane. That that went that went so crazy. Uh, very happy with how that turned out. Turns out Hebos is a monster on the Quidditch pitch. And I think Slytherin and Hufflepuff are playing for the House Cup, House Cup, right? Yep. Well, they're yeah. So they're playing for the House for the House Cup to determine who is going to represent Hogwarts in the Quidditch Cup. But that's in the future. So. And it's everybody except for Ilvermorny because they're a bunch of bitches. Because fuck the Americans. Yeah, we don't um, know why. It's weird. Yeah, might have something. That, I, I don't think it'll. Uh, I don't think it's going to be important though. So. So Hebos and Cody have didn't they didn't really spend a whole lot of time together last sesh, but they did agree at the end to prank these two little shitheads who were messing with Eloise. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what I got. That's basically it. And besides the Quidditch match, Eloise defended Cass from two shitheads who were trying to fuck with him. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she punched yep. one of them, but she also got hit back. But yeah. she won. So, I always said, "Fuck with your boy." What's up? Basically, no. I think she did keep uh, it. We also we did determine that centaurs were kilts. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm not gonna finish that yes. thought. <laughs> and I was not the one who brought that up. So somebody write that down. <laughs> Me neither. Somebody write that down. <laughs> I think I don't remember that part of the session, and I think it's because I zoned out for my own sanity. <laughs> Someone brought it up, who shall not be named, but. Noted was not Rowan, Kellen, or Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Thank you for that excellent recap. Um, uh, Andrew Hebos, why don't you take a a D10 inspiration um, that you can use at any point? Um, Rachel, why don't you take a D8 of inspiration that you can use at any point? Yo, and Kellen gets That's nothing. Nine. Cody gets nothing. I didn't. I didn't contribute. That's my bad. Cody gets diddly squat. Three. And you, yeah, you can add that to any of your roles at any point in this session or future sessions. Just uh, note it. So let's begin. Last we left off, you were all making your way to the Great Hall for the Halloween feast, and I believe Cody and Hebos had another idea before they made their way to the feast that they wanted to do. So why don't, why don't we start there? Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm okay. Right. Uh, Andrew, do you, okay. I'm going to bring up what I texted you. Or, yes. Um, are, is that still, are we still good for that? Uh, uh, yeah. The, uh, the second one, right? The second uh, thing. Yeah. The second one I texted you. Yep, yeah. I'm absolutely good with that. So let me double check to make sure I've got their names of these mm-hmm. uh chase and kylan of house slytherin oh yeah which is chase funny Leverett because and kylan rubis yep justin's yes. middle name is chase and kyle is kylan yep <laughs> just, just <laughs> kyle. so i think if you don't mind me making a suggestion for how the scene is set rowan like chase and kylan are like in the slytherin like common area and they're like getting ready for the Halloween party. Uh, yeah, we can make that happen. Give me just a second. Wow, quick transition. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's so green. 
I have just transitioned our players to my map of the Slytherin common room, courtesy yes. of Google Images. Thank you, Google Images. <laughs> That's how copyright uh, works. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kellen will figure <laughs> out the you? rest of and it. It's fine. Producer Kellen uh, to the rescue. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, our, I'm our producer and also editor, legal team. Legal team. Legal team and, <laughs> yeah. I'm um, just progressively more disheveled. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So I think if you'll allow me and Rowan, like this is what I want to happen. And if you need me to roll for anything, let me know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I want them as like they're sitting to like in the doorway, they see coming around the corner, Eloise. Okay. Uh, and El- Eloise, does that happen? Are you no, are you getting ready? No, are you in your costume? It is, no, oh, El- it's no. not Eloise? <laughs> no, it's not Eloise, but it looks oh, like Eloise. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, re- uh, remind me of the the disguise self wording. Uh, you make yourself uh, um, to discern that you are disguised. A creature can use its action to ex- inspect your appearance and must succeed on an intelligence check against okay. your spell save DC. All right, sure. Okay, so um, you, I, I am gonna need you to roll for me on the uh, magic while while magic search. Um, yeah. Well, so so give me give me a d twenty. You just have to get above a one. Okay. Oh no! So I, the stakes are high. <laughs> no. Three. Oh, so three. Close. Okay, a three. You oh. know what? So now the 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 DC goes up to two now. So next time okay. you roll uh, which for spell? disguise self for disguise self. Yeah. Uh, which? Okay, just disguise self. Okay. Yeah. So you come in. And you look like Eloise. Uh, Let me double check. Hang on. Because I don't think... And this is like... I really should have checked before this because this is such a critical part of the prank. But I don't think <laughs> disguise self changes your voice. It's Elo isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a wordsmith. It's like... <laughs> I'm like almost a daughter of the bard. Just like, like I am three years of theatrical training under my belt. Oh my god. So, you also can't change your body type, but because you're both 11-year-olds, <laughs> I don't think that that's really going to come into play. But um, I also think, you know, I've got the robe. I think I'm borrowing <laughs> part of this prank. I think, because uh, I'm borrowing one of um, Hebos's Slytherin robes to kind of- It's so large. Oh my god, disguise. it's so big on you. Yeah, it's like, it's like a cape. I'm like, it's like trailing behind me like Darth Vader or something. Uh, this is gonna, um, I'm trying to, so um, Cody disguises Eloise. He's gonna see um, these two boys in here and um, he's gonna start to, he's just gonna sit straight up like, I think because he doesn't realize that this spell doesn't change his voice. He's just gonna straight up go like, well, hello, boy, and, like, stop, like, halfway through, and then, like, <clears throat> well, hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody's trying to do a British accent, it's just Borat. Oh, my God. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. What okay, do you think? I'm going to say that they, they each um, have 
plus zero to intelligence. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna roll for both of them because These you are coming in. You you are coming in wearing a giant robe and your voice sounds super weird. So they're definitely suspicious enough to make a check. So 14 should be the DC, right? Okay, yeah, 14 should be the DC, okay. Okay, one of them is too busy working on his costume to notice. The other one looks at you with narrowed eyes and says, What are you on about? Why aren't you down at the hole yet? And I got, I let me, I got to try the voice real quick before I respond. So, uh, well, I, I, I thought, I thought that you would. Okay, I'm so sorry. This is oh, nightmarish. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. Um, it's also um, so funny because I don't talk in an accent when I do Eloise, but no. the accent is yeah. technically there. I just can't do it, but you really can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying, I'm doing like Inception impression. Like I'm trying to do one voice doing another <laughs> voice. It's fucking, my, my head's, tur- my brain's turning into soup. Um, um, well, I thought since you got your butt kicked, it's just... <laughs> It's just turning into Draco now. I thought since you got your butt kicked by a girl, you wanted a rematch. Uh, give me a an intimidation check. This is like face. He's just face palming in the background, like <laughs> oh, eight. <laughs> Strong eight. So I'm gonna say that Chase is the one that is suspicious of you currently. Kylan is just fucking around. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase is like a rematch oh you want me to kick your ass proper this time you seem to be misremembering whose ass got kicked (laughs) 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 and then uh all right come at me then uh cody uh to give the signal Cody kicks over the nearest like table and then runs out trying to get them to chase him okay um I think that Chase sort of elbows Kylan and is like I'm not sure about that one and Kylan's like oh come on let's have a bit of fun it's Halloween and sort of convinces Chase to follow him but Chase is still really suspicious and reluctant and so it isn't falling behind as fast, I'll say. But Kylan is, like, sprinting full force toward you. Okay. Interesting. I want to lead them to an area of Hogwarts, like, an area for a little down the hallway, maybe closer to, like, a more densely populated part of Hogwarts that I've picked with Hebos ahead of time. Yes. Give me give me a d20 roll. Just, oh, fuck. Straight up. <laughs> That's Ooh. a 17. You you do you do make it with a seventeen. As like I make sure like I'm coming down the end of this hallway, like I make sure they're chasing me, and I round a corner where I think Hebos would be waiting. Yes. Or like and um I like as I round the corner, I dispel the spell, so I turn back into Cody. I think uh, at this point Chase is like, I knew it. I knew that wasn't Eloise. No, I was trying. I mean, I'm sorry. I bet like I round the corner to where they can't see me. 
Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, uh, uh, give me, you gotta give me, uh, like a yeah, stealth or something then, yeah. Uh, God, Cody's stats are so good. I'm re-rolling re Cody after this. Uh, the, the whole plan was for him to round the corner and then Hebos has, like, his cloak and he's gonna, like, throw it over their okay. heads. Okay, so I think, uh, Cody, um, as you round the corner, you do dispel the, uh, the disguise self a little bit too early. And Chase mm -hmm. does see you. And okay. so Chase does say what I said before, where he's like, I, I knew it! I knew that wasn't Eloise! Is and he then, still chasing me, though? And then absolutely, like, passes Kyle and is like, I'm gonna fucking beat this kid up. <laughs> and and rounds, they both sprint around the corner. Hebos throws the cloak over their, their heads. Over their faces. Give me a... I guess we'll do contested, like strength. a grapple check. That would be awesome. Right, so contested <laughs> strength, yeah. Yeah. So I'll oh, say, um, oh, I'll no. say, Ky oh no! Holy, okay. I still have to roll for them though. I but Kylan oh, is giving one. Chase the the help action. That's um, tough. Andrew, do you have inspiration? So I'm rolling with it. That's not how it works uh, in this one, right? That one's that one. I mean, if I could re-roll yeah, it with it's inspiration, I would, but... No, yeah. <laughs> this inspiration is just you add whatever that dice is to... Well, yeah, that's what I meant, but can you not do oh. it with a nat one? Nah, nat, if nat you get a nat one, it's just the worst possible thing happens. Hmm. Um, but if, if this person gets a nat one as well, then, you know. Here's open. Um, with advantage, so he he still would have failed if you had rolled higher because he got a six and a one. Nice. So if so he had not he advantage, did get that one. yeah, but he's got advantage. So alas, here's here's what happens: you throw the cloak over them. Kylan sees, because Chase has passed him at this point, Kylan sees that Chase is about to be trapped and pushes him out of the way. <laughs> Does he and the cloak falls, falls on Kylan. He falls to the ground and you successfully pin him. But Chase has gone to find a professor. Tell what? on you. What? What a oh, little bitch. This dude fucking So he's sucks. running. He is now running uh, to the Great Hall because that's where all the professors are at this point for dinner. <laughs> um, where am I at this point? <laughs> this went so Because bad. I would like to believe that I'm on my way back to the common room to sneak parfait some food from dinner. <laughs> the feast hasn't, like, started, started. Everybody's just oh, gathering then maybe, um... Well, I want to be walking back to the common room... I think I'm walking back okay. to my common room then to add a piece to my costume, which I forgot. Um, Got it. And if you'll all see the beautiful image of my costume that's in the Discord marked as a spoiler. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> it's, oh my god, it's insane. Duck person. <laughs> okay. Um, For the viewers, at, the listeners at home, <laughs> this costume is an upright human-sized duck like mascot with, costume like a mascot yeah exactly with the thickest oh that's neck, horrible the shortest wings the thickest neck i've ever seen i'm in this costume 
holding the head of it because I can't see very well when I'm walking with it on. Sure. And my feet, because I'm in those giant, you know, flippers, like, slapping against the cobblestone as I'm walking back in. <laughs> like, I feel like Kylan passes me as I'm, like, walking towards whatever has just happened up there. So you've sort of seen the beginnings of this. You didn't see, because they, they left the, the common room and ran, like, to a more densely populated area of the castle to do this prank and then fail. So you didn't see the failure of the prank, but you did see them chasing after Cody, who was looking yeah. like you. Yeah. Oh, he's just like, yo, what the fuck? So you just see yourself running away, basically. Okay. Uh, so did I, cool. did it have us like- And then you hear like an ex- like a, scuff- a scuffle around the yeah. corner. And then you see one of the Slytherin members running back. I was gonna wait. Hebos, you said Hebos like got one of them though, right? You did catch Kylan, who sacrificed himself for Chase so that so Chase what? could go I, and get I, a actually, professor. I'm so sorry. I just, I feel like I'm gonna commit to this because this is my dumb idea. I feel like Cody panicking is like gonna try and finish the what was part three of this whole plan. Oh um, no. <laughs> um, he's gonna try and do what part three of this point was and he's gonna chase the one that's running the tattle and he's gonna try and like dive and pants him as they're running <gasps> I, I will say though that after after hebos like takes kylan down he Hebos has never pulled a prank before so he's just gonna like look at cody and smile and he's gonna be like prank <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's gone perfectly hebos is like this is great Cody's running like the T-1000 to chase after <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, yeah, give me an athletics check to catch up to him. Yeah, athletics, yeah. Oh no. Okay, this is a straight D20, okay. I'd like to, right. I also wanted to say, just to add flavor, I think I've stopped in the hallway. And I'm just like, again, duckhead still in hands. Watching all this happen from a distance, like watching them sprint, like getting smaller and smaller and getting quieter and quieter, but just like still hearing all this go on. <laughs> I like to imagine also that Parfait is standing behind you dressed as a as a wizard, yeah. <laughs> like in a little like yeah, hat and like cloak, stagnant, just, and <laughs> just oh. looking. <laughs> yeah, both of us are just staring. It's like <laughs> Rowan, can I? Uh, actually, no, it's not Earth. Never mind. I was going to ask to cast Mold Earth, but we're not on Earth. So, well, we're, like, I mean, like, Yeah, that would be difficult. Yeah, we're on stone, you know. Anyway, yeah. that's a different spell. Um, so, yeah, okay, I'm just going to roll straight D20, because I have plus zero athletics to catch up to this guy. Oh, that's a five. Oh, absolutely oh, not. He no. eludes your grasp, and you see him running towards the Great Hall. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh. And Hebos is so happy because he thinks that you've just successfully done a prank. Oh. How close am I to Hebos and the others? Um, You can hear, but you can't see them. You'd have to like follow and see what the heck is going on at this point. Okay, I think I'm going to put Parfait on my shoulder and slap my way over there. I think Cody's going to like scramble to his feet, run back to Hebos. And say, go get dressed for Halloween. If anybody asks, I didn't ask you to, uh, you you don't know me. You weren't here. You didn't do this, okay? Deny, deny, deny. 
Hebos is definitely already in costume. All he has on oh. is like a like a really shitty fake beard <laughs> and <laughs> like a brown coat. And I see him and I go, "Oh, are you are you that uh that that guy? Like that big feller? <laughs> that big feller? Oh, are you that big fella? It's like um, uh, Cody does not know who Hagrid's name. <laughs> Hebos is gonna kind of like kind of like upturn of the lips and kind of just say Hagrid oh hell yeah that's cool anyway um we should probably we should scramble you I'll, I'll go this way you go well you got to go back to the you just go okay <laughs> sprint down the hallway so you both make your way like in different ways to the great hall Cody's got to go put his costume nah, on Hebos is just gonna walk right in he, he doesn't Hebos doesn't get oh, okay. it okay Hebos is like, man, Cody's tripping. Oh, okay. He's just gonna walk. He's gonna walk right in. Sit down. Start eating. So Hebos just goes right in, and Cody goes back to change. And Eloise, you walk towards the Great Hall. Yep. Yep. So for right now, nothing happens. Nice. Sometimes <gasps> the quietest moments are the best oh, ones. Oh fuck. Okay. Fuck. Okay. I. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Rowan. I just, I, roll, just like... I just rolled for something on my own, and I, I just... Okay, so, so anyway. Before the feast really starts, because obviously the feast doesn't start until after Headmistress Hermione gives her speech, all of the professors are at the tables, um, and we are just sitting, getting ready for dinner. Everybody's just sort of making their way down into the tables. Why doesn't everybody make me a perception check? Why don't we do that? Just a normal thing to do. 21, baby. <laughs> no. Yo! Yo! 20? 22? Oh. Fuck you, Andrew. I did better. <laughs> Damn. I win. You want to say something? So, uh, Cody gets a not nat one. A dirty one. A nasty, nasty one. one. I got a dirty one right here. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody, clip that. somebody clip that. Hebos gets a 21 and Eloise gets a nat 20 plus two, 22. Um, we will start with uh, Cody. Cody, why don't you... I, I will say everybody sees this. Everybody sees there are... And I, I mentioned this at the end of last session just this is it is decked out there are floating candles it is dark but it doesn't feel dark in a scary way it feels dark in a cozy way but it's like fun spooky and it's there's a chill in the air but it doesn't make its way inside because all of the fires are lit in all of the fireplaces all of the professors are up at the front chattering getting ready for the headmistress to make her speech um, the night sky that is enchanted, uh, the, the roof that's enchanted above you to look like the night sky is beautiful. It's a full moon. Um, so many stars out. I mean, it is just, it is a sight to behold. There's jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. They're just kind of like floating around. Some of them are on the ground, but some of them are literally floating around. You could just like, like push them like you do with like balloons like helium balloons so you do see all of this cody why don't you describe to me why it is that you are so overwhelmed right now that you are unable to perceive anything further than this can i can i finally describe cody's halloween costume though oh absolutely we'll go we'll go like character by character and i'll say what you see and then you tell me what you look like and and Okay. Uh, your um, reaction to what you see. 
Okay. Um, I will say Cody and um, just a quick because we haven't. I don't think we've heard from her in a couple sessions. But um, and uh, Penny Lovegood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny is like easily Cody's best friend in Hufflepuff. They've gotten like they're real. Sure. They've gotten real tight over the past couple weeks, and they are going as. Uh, respectively, Mario and Luigi for Halloween. Uh, nice. Cody has the red shirt, the overalls, the white gloves, the hat, and like they both have like the big like fake mustaches. But Cody, given what just happened, Cody has added a big black sunglasses to his costume, and he's like <laughs> ducked down in his chair, <laughs> like he's keeping his head down. Like whenever someone passes by, he does like like the hitman agent. 47 like just cover the you know so that's why he's not seeing anything that's so funny i think um i think penny is really confused because she was like expecting you both to sort of flaunt your costumes to everyone and so she's like what's going on then hey penny um <laughs> look you gotta promise all right you know this is like um <laughs> I-, I might be getting some trouble soon so um you know, I'm just gonna keep my head down. What did you do? Oh, uh, Cody, like, buries his head in his hands and, like, kind of starts crying. And he's just like, I tried to do a prank and it didn't go good. Did you use Peeves? Peeves is great at pranks. No, I didn't use Peeves. Now that I know I can just ask a ghost to help me prank somebody, I'm gonna do that, but... Yeah, he's great. I... I know that, I, I mean, the famous Fred and George Weasley were friends with him and, and used him all the time for pranks, so I, I think that he would definitely be able to help you in the future. Are, uh, are you sure you're all right? You're looking about as red as your hat. Um, I think, uh, I think we're good for now, but, like, within the next hour or so, I think the hammer of the law is going to come down, so... Oh, I'm sure it won't be all that bad. Especially now that we can't lose points for the house. It'll only be you that's getting in trouble, at least. Oh my god. He starts crying. She's like patting you on the back. (laughs) She's like patting you on the back because she thought that that would help and it did not. But like, he like, thanks Penny for like patting on the back and like starts, it just like starts like handfuls of candy or like whatever's at the feast into his mouth. Yeah, let's move on over to the Slytherin table. Um, Hevos, yes. you notice that Gemma Farley, who, Professor Farley, who is um, your head of house, the Slytherin head of house, can, yes. keeps looking over at you and at Eloise um, in kind of like a suspicious way. Interesting. You're like you don't necessarily understand why, but that's definitely something that you're seeing. Um, why don't you describe your costume and your reaction? To- yeah. So Hebos is dressed as Hagrid. Um, he's he's proud of it, but he's a little shy about it because uh, people are looking at him and stuff. But he he's got like this like paper mache like huge like gray beard. That he has like 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 with a string or like twine or something around his head, and he's wearing just his like brown like trench coat I think like or like a long coat or something, and boots and stuff. That's that's his costume. Um, but yeah, he, he would kind of notice that, and like Hebos doesn't really 
totally like under has like he doesn't have a great grasp on like social norms and rules and stuff so he he's pretty unbothered he's, he's on his unbothered chat shit right now um he's like cool. absolutely digging into like all like the food and meats in front of him just like without a care okay there's the yeah there's definitely there's not food yet but yeah candy for sure oh yeah he's he's chomping on candy um, so I think in this moment, so everybody's sort of chattering away, and you're kind of looking around, and you're a little bit shy, and you don't see Hagrid at the professor's table, but then all of a sudden you hear just a <laughs> as the door to the Great Hall slams open, and you see Hagrid step inside. The room goes quiet for a second, and you see he's not hes not in a costume. Um, he's actually holding the Biggest jack-o'-lantern you have ever seen. It's Holy a real shit. pumpkin. Like it is just so huge. Like you pro you could not even carry it. Only Hagrid like could carry something like this. Damn. Um, yeah, it's huge. And he walks in between the two rows of tables. But once he gets to about sort of in between the two tables, the Slytherin is on the far left. Um, but he stops when he gets to the head of the center tables and glances over and he sees you, Hebos, and just grins from ear to ear, puts the pumpkin down at the head <laughs> of the tables so that it would be like so hard for Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff students to like get around it to sit down. <laughs> um, nice. And he walks over to you and he puts a hand on your back and he's like, love the costume, mate. Hebos is going to like, he's going to look away and like try to like shove his hand off him, but he cannot stop himself from smiling. Lovely. Yeah. He claps you on the back again and then he goes and joins the professors at the table, leaving the pumpkin where it is. Eloise, you got a nat 20 on your perception check. Not only do you notice the same thing that Hebos notices, you also notice that Professor Hannah Abbott, the head of Hufflepuff, is looking over at Mario and Luigi <laughs> suspiciously. Um, and you definitely get the sense that the professors think that the three of you have been up to no good. Um... Oh, but you're not bitch. really sure exactly why. Like you, 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 you can't like put all the pieces together. But like they, they, they definitely think that you are implicated. God damn it! It's gonna be so why. funny when your <laughs> completely backfires on you. The, I didn't even consider this element of it that I was discuss. I, I didn't even realize I was implicating you in this. That's I'm so stupid. Oh my god. Um. Do I also get to describe my costume and Parfait's? Okay, for all of you loyal listeners out there, I know last episode I said that I was making a cute duck-themed dress. I have abandoned this idea in favor of a literal duck suit. <laughs> Mascot style with a very thick neck and very thick yellow feet. And because I'm an 11-year-old, the shortest wings you have ever seen on a duck. Because <laughs> so, um, you I have, have little to take, arms. Yeah, I have to take the mascot head off to eat, obviously. So it's just sitting on the bench next to me while I'm at the Great Hall, and Parfait is sitting next to me, and 
he is dressed in a little wizard costume so that we're dressed as each other. So he's got like a little cloak on and then a little hat tied around his head. Like a party hat? Yeah. And he's sitting next to me and in front of him is a bowl of water with like various fruits in it that he's like drinking and eating out of at the same time. I have a very important question. Yeah. Is Parfait sitting on top of the duck head? Yes. It's the only way you can reach the table. Yeah. I love this image. I love this image. I love this image. He's just... Yeah. (laughs) Very happily just drinking water. So yeah, that's the two of us always. Eloise and Parfait. Do you react at all to your... What you perceive? I think I'll look directly at Cody trying to like catch his gaze. But I think since he rolled a nat one and is so distracted, he probably yeah. doesn't notice. You just see you just see um, a very small Mario staring straight ahead with like sweat coming out from under the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I see, I, I see that it only makes me more confused. And then I look over at Heb still like with my brow furrowed. Uh, and Heb, I'm assuming, is completely nonplussed. Like he just does not give a shit at all. He doesn't realize that anything went awry and I will continue eating. I, I'm i just imagining Cody just like sil- very silently just like, Mamma Mia. <laughs> um, so uh, Cass is sitting across from you, Eloise, uh, next right. to Heb. Um, and I think that he also notices that there's something strange going on and he's kind of like, so, uh, what? What what's all this about? Why the professor's giving you the stink eye? And Cass is dressed as a headless horseman, right? Yeah. Well, Cass, honestly, I have no idea. I will say that at one point earlier in the evening, Cody sprinted past me, but he looked just like me. And now he doesn't, but the professors seem not happy. Particularly the head of Hufflepuff, and I'm assuming it has something to do with him. And if it has to do with him, it probably also has to do with Heb, so I don't know. But I think we'll probably hear about it later tonight. Excited to see how that'll play out. Uh, Hebos, you would you would hear all of that. Oh uh, yeah, Hebos is, Hebos is gonna like look over, and he's just gonna like give him a little grin, and he's gonna say, Prank! <laughs> oh, I can only begin to imagine what that means. Yeah, so oh. is... Is there anything that you would like to do before um, Headmistress Granger gives her little speech and the feast begins? Um, Cody goes. Cody goes to pick up a piece of chocolate, like pick up a chocolate frog, and when it starts moving, he starts crying again. Why can't the oh food God. here just be normal? I love that Cody's a crier. Hebos is fucking. He is shoveling chocolate frogs down his throat. <laughs> he's like, he's Ew. like, he's he's like picking up and swacking him on the table. He's to like, get him that's how we used to <laughs> Borderline barbaric. <laughs> it goes like rivet. <clears throat> Headmistress Granger mm. steps up and holds her hands out, and the room falls silence. <laughs> <laughs> Me, every time I it's, say something, try and say something eloquent. Fucking Hermione's fucking. Uh, <laughs> Sailor mouths, all it's of us. In. So she stands up 
and she says, Welcome all to the All Hallows' Eve feast here at Hogwarts. It's so nice to see you. All of these lovely shining faces. As you know, the veil between planes is thinnest on All Hallows' Eve, and that is what we are celebrating, is the coming together, the unity of these planes and the people within them. We cannot cross over, we cannot see each other, of course, except for the ghosts, which have been in this castle for longer than I've been alive. <laughs> Scattered laughs at this. <laughs> but this is when our magic is the strongest. It's a wonderful, beautiful night, a wonderful, beautiful celebration of the magic that survives in all of us. And with that, let us feast. And she clicks her fingers, otherwise known as snapping. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> um, and a feast appears upon all of the tables. Everything that you can imagine, everything pumpkin flavored. Pumpkin juice, of course, which is a staple at Hogwarts, everybody knows. Um, all of the fucking Starbucks pumpkin drinks that yes, have come out. Go. All sorts of pies and sort of Thanksgiving type food because they don't do Thanksgiving in Britain. This is like that. Yeah. Um, just cozy sort of stuff. And before you can even dig in, all of a sudden the lights flicker. <laughs> and at first you don't think anything of it. But then I want everybody to give me a um, perception check. Oh my, what? How did that happen? Oh. I got another dirty one. Yo, I got a dirty <laughs> 20. So Eloise um, and Hebos, you notice this too. You don't, you don't have a phone, but you do notice Eloise um, as she pulls out her phone. Wizard phone? And... It is going, like, it is, like, blinking, like, crazy. You know, sometimes iPhones will just, just crap out, like, mm -hmm. in, a, in, like, such a weird way. You're like, is a ghost literally possessing my phone right now? Like, it's so strange. It, so it's just, like, flickering. It's blinking. You can't, like, control it. You, like, you're, like, tapping the screen and it's just, like, not working right. It's, like, really weird. Cody, your phone is actually back in the uh, common room. You, oh, you forgot it. to bring it. It doesn't really fit in any of your like overalls pockets because you had to borrow your aunt maggie's um and, and girl pockets aren't real um yeah. <laughs> and so uh they're all like sewn together so you couldn't actually bring your phone you had to leave it and then you weren't really thinking about it either because you were just like so embarrassed and scared and all of that gotcha so Eloise, yeah your phone's going a little bit crazy the lights keep flickering and the professors are kind of looking around like what is going on and then bam Right in the middle of the room, in between the four tables, nearly headless Nick appears. And he looks fucked up in a way that even ghosts typically don't. And he once again is screaming, but this time it's unintelligible, just kind of ghostly screaming, um, like nonsense. And he also seems like he's glitching like he keeps like fading in and out it's like really strange he'll, like disappear and then he'll like 
reappear like over here and then over here and he keeps just like going back and forth you know like in um wreck it ralph you know yeah <laughs> hermione uh headmistress granger stands up once more and holds her arms up though it doesn't have quite the same impact as it did before there's still quite a commotion and says not to worry everyone just another one of peeves hallows eve pranks don't worry about it everyone back to your common rooms please we will sort this out the professors are here to help and um yes we will we will have your feasts delivered upstairs to your common rooms do not worry just uh, uh prefects please lead um lead your houses to their uh common rooms everybody give me an insight check okay um insights 17 hebos is on it today hebos from downtown five for cody um hebos you're just in an uncharacteristically insightful place right now i don't know what it is or maybe you're just like just like so taken aback by everything that has been happening um it's been like a really good night and then this weird stuff is going on but you're kind of used to weird stuff happening at this point and so you're looking more at hermione than you are at um the ghost and you notice that she does not believe a word that she's saying <gasps> Ooh, all right. so the prefects start to get up all of the students start to get up and um you all begin heading out of the great hall. Everybody roll me initiative. <laughs> I was going to ask if Hebos could try to use his occlumency on Headmistress Granger. Uh, not yet. Okay. Initiative, okay, is another dirty 20 for Eloise. 19 for Cody. It's an 11 for today. <laughs> so... Um, before anything happens, Hebos, you want to use your occlumency. Uh, why don't you give me a wisdom check with disadvantage? Disadvantage? You haven't been getting those lessons, dude. Let's go, 18. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what is it exactly that you're trying to do? Well... He's like he's he noticed that she didn't believe a word that she was saying, so he's gonna kind of uh, he he he's not very familiar with this, but he's just gonna kind of like cast out whatever he believes to be his his alchemy and just kind of see what he can sure. pick up. Yeah. So you focus on Headmistress Granger's eyes, which are disbelieving of her own words, and you see panic there, and you can hear. Just shit. Not again. Damn it. She's she said, just She said a bad word. Like cursing in her brain. And that's that's all you can get from her, because she's a pretty good um Aquamens. Hebos is gonna frown and he's gonna look over at Cass and Eloise and he's just gonna say I think something's wrong. Hebo saying, I think something's wrong while there's a screaming ghost behind him. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? More specifically. He's gonna look over it. He's gonna, like, nod at Headmistress Granger. He's gonna say, uh, she didn't mean a word of that. She's afraid. 
I think. I mean, sure, surely they wouldn't lie to us. <clears throat> before the initiative, before the initiative begins, um, Nick disappears. The professors all get up from the from their chairs and they leave out the back entrance to go and find him. You all are being ushered out of the great hall and I'm going to need all of you to give me athletics checks. <laughs> Why are we gonna do that, Woen? I can do athletics. <gasps> uh, what is... <laughs> oh my God, Kellen! One, a net one minus one. So that is a big fat goose egg for Mr. Cowboy. Cody is rolling like absolute dog shit. Yeah, it, it is, this is- oh, wow. I think you're in a very dark room when you also wore sunglasses. <laughs> he gets like knocked over by the students and like the sunglasses fall off and he's like crawling, trying to get them. Um, here's what happens is Heb, Eloise, you start to be ushered out by your prefects. Um, you make it to the doorway when you notice that Cody has fallen behind and has like, I don't know if he maybe has tripped and like lost his glasses or his hat and he's like trying to pick them up or, um, but he definitely is falling behind and looks concerned. Um, and with that, Eloise, it's your turn. I turn and I see Cody in his disheveled Mario costume on the floor as everybody like <laughs> stampeded past him without even like looking at him. Let's -a go. And I sigh and I think I hand Parfait off to the prefect of Slytherin or to Cass. Oh yeah, Cass will definitely take Parfait. Yeah, and then I, I I say I'll be I'll be up there in a minute, and I turn against the tide, and I start going after Cody to help him up. Cass is like, be, be careful, and then is swept away by the crowd, which is wild because he's a horse. <laughs> kilt. Well, I, he's not in a kilt today. He's just like allegedly. Yes, correct, correct. Allegedly. It's an alleged. It's an alleged kill. Sources haven't confirmed yet. <laughs> They're leggings, actually. That's that's so much worse. That would be worse for him. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so you make your way over to. You could you could like try and like jump over the table. I'm not sure what your movement is. If you wanted to get to him. I would just have you do like a like an acrobatics. Could I crawl under? Yeah, the I'll still make you do acrobatics either way. That's fine, but I want to crawl under it. Okay, do it. Do it up. Ooh, narrow miss. Oh. So you get stuck actually um, underneath the table. Um, bad. Oh, can I try and cast uh, Expelliarmus up? and, like, dislodge myself from whatever's... Ooh. Yeah, you can try that. I will attempt it. What is the... Do you roll for that? Well, it's a cantrip. Right. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, Gust. Oh, that's right. Jesus Christ. 
You create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried and that weighs no more than five pounds. This is a pretty hefty table. So you can try to just like give it a little gust just to like get it off of you so that you can move the rest yeah, of the way I want to, to Cody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you do that. And that's that's for defense against the dark arts. So give me your D twenty roll for that. And it's a uh, DC five, so you just have to get higher than a five. All right, you're good. So it goes up to a six. So keep track of that. Your next defense spell. So you successfully dislodge yourself from the table, and you're able to get the rest of the way to Cody. And you have like a bonus action if you want to say something to him. Need some help there, champ? Cody is just having a rough day. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if this is the time to mention this or not, but I saw the head of Hufflepuff looking at you earlier in, like, a really not happy way. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, Eloise. It went so bad. Uh, yeah, and then Head <laughs> just said the word prank. Oh, no. I, I, I told him to deny knowledge of what happened, and he's openly... Okay, he's we'll get to the of... bottom of this in a second. But for now, we just need to get you out of I'm here. I'm so sorry. Thank you for helping me. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. And that'll be my turn. Great. Uh, Cody, that's you. Um, I'm going to try and um, lead uh, to, like, I guess, catch up with the others. Like, lead Eloise and, like, walk along the table on top of it to try and catch so up. So you, like, pull her up onto the table. Yeah, sure. And like walk on it? Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh shoot. Give me acrobatics. Oh no. <laughs> 17. Alright, yeah, you successfully pull her up and you start walking along the table. You're able to make it what's your speed? Not, not uh, much. Uh it's 20 feet. I'm and I'm imagining this is like just I, I just want to make sure I've got like the mental image in my head like people filing out of here I can't I feel like it's a little chaotic right like I don't it is most of the people at this point have gotten out oh okay is that your turn uh that's about all I can do I think Hebo or not not Hebos so um before Hebos can go actually um I Nick flickers back in front of the pumpkin like floating above it and is still like glitching a little bit and then raises a hand to Eloise and Cody who are right in front of him and just screams this otherworldly, just terrifying screech and casts horrifying visage on you. Um, Holy shit. So I'm gonna need you to give me a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. These kids, we're gonna get traumatized. Oh no, that's a six. Oh, so my wisdom save is just my modifier added to it, yes? Yeah, your mod, whatever your wisdom modifier plus, you know, roll d20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. 15 for Eloise. Cody, you take the full four damage. Eloise, you just take two and Cody, you are also frightened for the next minute. You can roll on each turn. 
at the beginning of each turn to become not frightened. But he is now, he's blocking your entrance and you are frightened, so you are trying to get as far away from him as possible. When the ghost, like, appears, like, skids to a halt on the table and, like, after being frightened, just starts running the other way along the table. (laughs) (laughs) Eloise, you're not frightened, but you did still take the two points of damage. And with that, it is Hebos' turn. Um, so I would have seen all that, correct? Hebos has seen all of that. You're, at this point, probably over here. You're, like, being ushered out. You're, like, one of the last ones to leave, sort of following Cass. Hebos gonna, like, Hebos gonna stop... Um, and like shoulder his way past the crowd. He's gonna be like, Oi! And he's gonna cast Thorn Whip at the at nearly headless Nick. Okay. Because his friends got attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So or, that's acquaint- a acquaintances. So that's, a, that's a melee, right? Yes, I'm conjuring the, uh, the yeah. plant. Yeah. Roll roll your attack. Uh, is that just a d20? It's a spell attack, so whatever your spell attack uh, is, which is what did we say? What did we figure uh, that intelli- out? We figured in- that out earlier. Intelligence plus one. Plus one. Okay. And doesn't he also have to do the wild magic roll, or is that? Yes, you do. I want. I just want to see if the attack hits first. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that Nine absolutely hits. Um, go ahead and do your. Um, Eight. The DC for that for me is one. Okay, so you're good on that. Roll your D6 of damage. Just a straight D6. Yeah, for Thorn Whip, it's just a it's a D6 of piercing damage. Nice. Five damage. Nice. And That's it's good. magical, so uh, he is not resistant. So he does take the full five. Nice. Damage. Awesome. Do you want to move anywhere? Uh, use a bonus action. Anything. Um, yeah, he'll, like, try to hop the, the Slytherin table and the Ravenclaw table and What's your movement? regroup. Uh, I think it's just 20 feet like everybody else. Yeah, I'll just jump onto the Ravenclaw, the Ravenclaw table, table, I suppose. Just jump on top okay, of it. Okay, give me an acrobatics. Acrobatics? 14. That'll do it. So you make your way to the top of the Ravenclaw table. And that is back to Eloise. Okay, so... So Heb just did five damage against him, correct? Okay. What are the professors doing? They, um, as soon as Nick disappeared the first time, they assumed that he was somewhere else in the building. So they left out the back to go and try and find him. And so they are not in the Great Hall. They're looking for him in the castle. We're on our own. So is this Protego only a shield against physical beings? Is that shield? It's the shield. Protego blocks spells. Yeah, that's Protego, a reaction. It, it's a reaction, so you don't have to cast that on your turn. So everybody gets one reaction per round, and you can use that reaction. Like, if you have, like, listed reactions as part of your character. So, like, all of you have shield as a potential reaction. So if he tries to cast something at you, then you can add shield, or you can react by casting shield, and it'll add to your AC. Can I try to cast Rictum Sempra on him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well... Ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna do. That might make this entire thing, pardon my pun, so much more ghastly <laughs> if he's screaming and also cackling like a madman. Laughing. 
Tasha's hideous laughter. It's called hideous. But it's defense against the dark arts, and he seems pretty dark right now. So I want to try and do that. So, okay, so that's a wisdom save, which is 8 plus your proficiency bonus, which is 2, so 10 plus... What is your spell attack? Like my intelligence modifier? No, so, yeah, it's your intel- Whatever we- <laughs> I keep fucking forgetting this. The intelligence modifier plus one? Your level? Is that right? Is the- is your spell attack? Oh, okay. So, two. Yeah, okay, so 12 is the DC. Okay, got it. So, I will roll. Wisdom is plus one. So, gotta get 11 or higher. It's a 13. Damn. All right. So, unfortunately, it does not work. You still have movement. You also have a bonus action. I guess I'll take my movement and move in front of Cody to block him because I can tell that he's scared. Oh. And that is my turn. I don't deserve this. So, Cody, that is your turn. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm just running, right? Yeah, you have to get frightened. as far away as possible. And then I roll, what's the, is it a wisdom save to not be frightened anymore? It's, uh, yeah, DC 13. Okay. Uh, it's an 18. Woohoo! You are no longer frightened. And that actually, um, is something that you're, no, never, mm-hmm. I said you're supposed to roll that at the beginning of your turn, so I guess you wouldn't be frightened by the time. No, you rolled to not be frightened at the end of your turn, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I was just wrong. I was just wrong. It happens. Uh, sometimes. Rarely. If I could, like, ex- try to, like, justify what snaps him out of it, I think he runs, like, because, like, his, you know, like, he's frightened. He's, like, gonna go run for an adult, but he's gonna get here and he's gonna see the adults are gone. Mm. And so, like, a part of him is like, all right, it's, you know, it's just us. You know, we gotta time to nut up or shut up. <laughs> awesome. All right. On Nick's turn, he holds out a flickering hand to you, Eloise, and moves over to you and withering touches you. Damn, this dude hates you, Eloise. I, just I mean, she's right there. Just tried to for him. Yeah. She's right there and she just ca- cast a spell on him. Um, so this is a me- melee spell attack. So I, I'll, I'll give you this this time because we're still learning, but you can, this would be the time to use your reaction to cast shield, depending on- Wait, actually, Rowan, can I cast shield on her? Can I use my reaction so she doesn't have to use hers? Oh, but you're so far away. I don't know if, I isn't shield touch? If, it, uh, if it's on me, somebody else? Let me double, because I might be thinking... Because um, I don't know if you can cast it from that far. It's self. It's self, my bad. It's I don't self. know. Okay. I don't know what I'm thinking of that you can cast on other people, but... Shield of Faith. Yeah, sh- that's it. Shield of yeah. Faith. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, guess who's not playing a cleric anymore? <laughs> Kick your ass. <laughs> Just let me know when in oh, this I would cast that shield hits. on myself. Does a uh, 23 hit? <laughs> Even if you casted shield, yeah, that, that probably wouldn't. Maybe. I mean, we all have the same AC, right? Yeah, uh, my AC is 11. How would I cast... Wait, so how does shield... So shield, work? I think shield only adds, like, two to your AC. Shield adds five. It adds five, but even yeah, then, that's adds, not enough. Shield adds five. No, it doesn't. I... Shield adds, definitely adds oh, five. Oh, no, you're right. It adds five. But, yeah, that, that still wouldn't... So it does hit you, um... 
let's see here. Six damage. Oh my. Damn, I am at two what are you health. At? <laughs> oh my god. In my duck costume. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I forgot this is all happened. Like, I'm dressed as Mario. <laughs> You're all dressed as. Dude, they oh are. Get on God. that. Oh my God, that's so funny. And then he flickers and then appears over here. And you get the sense, even without any sort of check, that like he can't necessarily control where he's popping up. Okay. And with that, it is Hebos. All right, so Heb um, is going to hold out his hand with his palm open and like try to summon his broom like he did that day of Lupin's class mm. or his staff, I suppose, mm -hmm. broom staff. Give me Arcana. Arcana. Yeah, let's go. Um, 16 Fabus. So I'll say at the end of this turn, at the end of your turn, your broom will appear. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, And then I also want to attempt some occlumency on Mr. Nick here. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like, see what is... Let's see if I can see if we can find out, like, what's causing this flickering. Weird. Uh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, give me uh, a wisdom check uh, with disadvantage because you've not been going to your lessons. Damn, Heb. Oh, inspiration. I'm adding nine to that. Let's go. So what is that for you? Is that a 16 then for you? be a 19. Ooh. Ooh. King. Okay. So here Spicy. is what happens. You <gasps> no. raise your hand to call for your broom. And as you're calling for your broom, you're also casting out that mm, branch of energy. That your you say your magic feels like a tree. This is like a, a branch of your magical energy branch just reaching out for Nick. I too. I also like to imagine like when he tries to listen to people, like their brains, it like sounds like leaves mm. like fluttering. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Spicy. Spice. You hear. Shit. And then you see, um, instead of like, cause sometimes when you like hear people's thoughts, it's just normally like you hear something or maybe you'll like see like their face or something. And this, you're just like seeing just like flickering bright, like fluorescent lights, which you have not seen many fluorescent lights in your life because you're from a very small little town, but you do know like that bright sort of hospital light. Dude, that's creepy. Um, Hebos is gonna like shout out, um, like not like in his mind, like shout out physically. He's gonna say, "How can I help you? Tell me what to do." If you're saying something wrong, we can't hear you. I know. I'm thinking. She's thinking. Don't rush okay. her. I'm sorry. I'm just making sure. Oh, I'm just. I'm just making. Thinking. I'm just a guy. Give me an insight producer check? legal team. Insight check. Will do. <laughs> Kellen Kermit's co-host, producer, editor, Tinker Taylor, soldier spy. <laughs> I got a twelve. With a twelve, you're not really able to pick anything else up. You you 
remember something it's like tickling the back of your mind and you're it's like the pieces are almost there but you just can't quite put it together but you're trying interesting and your broom flies into your hand okay i also think it'd be cool like a little bit of flavor maybe like it turn when, when it turn when it turns into the staff there's like a little rumble of thunder <laughs> oh i like that yeah sure from the from the fake sky above yes Eloise, I have expended one of my spell slots, so I guess I'm going to use my other spell slot on a potion of healing since I am in desperate need of it right now. Uh, roll. roll and How see. much does it heal me for? How much do it I get from it? It is for a potion of healing. It I is roll? two. My, oh, I roll my wild two. magic thing. DC three. Well, oh, 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 for your magic search, yeah. Don't I? Natty 20. I'll, uh, I'll give you advantage on your next wild magic search roll. Yo, that. I'm wow. super intelligent. For, for, for anything. Yeah, next time you roll wild magic search, I'll give and you And then advantage. my potions goes up to four, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. So, okay, now what do I roll? And it resets every day, so. Okay, cool. So now you roll 2d4 plus two. Ah, seven. seven. Back. I'm back at nine, baby. And that is Eloise's turn? Yeah, because I'm... Or... I don't think I want to move anywhere. That's all I want to do. That's it. All right, Cody. Um, okay, so I'm going to move 20 feet so that I'm right next to Hebos on the Ravenclaw table. Acrobatics. Shit. Uh... (laughs) Hang on, let's see, if I just move down here, will that put me in? Okay, so I just, never mind, I just jump down from the Hufflepuff table. Sure. And move up, and then I'm gonna cast the, and I'm sorry, because I just to make it easier on myself, I wrote down the D&D spells and not the Harry Potter renames. So I'm gonna That's cast it, pr- Produce Flame, Cantrip. You know, spin my wand to summon like a, a fire ball. Like a, a little it. ball of fire, I guess. Um, and uh, range spell attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's d20 plus four for me. Mm-hmm. Come on, I need this to be good. No! <laughs> oh my god. Oh that's my a god, one. buddy. Cody, down Never bad. Never say that you think your character's OP ever again. I'm gonna need you to roll me a wild magic surge with disadvantage. Okay, and that's a defense against the dark arts, which I, I have... Uh, one and I did really okay. good in that class. So, oh okay. my wow. God, came he got a really... two. Oh my lord! Oh my okay, yeah. cutting so it I got a close, two. Cody. Yeah, but so that moves up to a two. Yeah, now, right? I I'll say that you do call forth this fire, but your fire magic especially is so chaotic. You have just such a destructive, chaotic sort of force, and so it. Seamus like blows up in your face. It, you don't take any damage, but you do send your eyebrows a little bit and you have like a blackened, uh, like ashy sort of face now. Uh, Cody makes the, when Mario takes damage, the whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. You go from um, like the fireball throwing Mario back yeah. down to little Mario. Yeah. It, Cody was so excited too. Like he summoned a fireball, jumped down, and like as he like raised it to throw it at Nick, it just. <laughs> uh, oh. 
Oh, poor guy. Oh, man. Poor Not man. Cody's day. Not Cody's day. And that is his turn. That is Nick's turn. And he is going to go ahead and do a, uh, another Withering Touch. Hovers over to Hebos and Withering Touches Hebos. A dirty 20 to hit. Hey, man. So I'm assuming that hits? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. AC's 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be 7 damage. <sighs> Necrotic damage. Hebos is gonna take it on the As chin. you just feel just like so cold, like from the inside out. You gonna shiver. <laughs> and Heb, that is your turn. Well, now Heb is going to use his uh, second and last first level spell slot and cast Entangle. Ooh. Hmm. Right. Which I believe requires uh, Nick to make a save. Yeah, what's your spell save DC? What, it was 12, right? Is that what it was? I thought it was 13. 13? Okay. Yeah. Do you have plus three for your spell attack? Yeah. Uh, no, it's only a plus two, so I guess it would be 12. All right. Um, and it's a strength. Yes. Ooh, okay. Ooh, he gets a dirty zero. Ha! <laughs> wow. Oh, God. I rolled a two, and he has minus two to strength. Oh, man. Absolutely fucking restrained. I like, I like to imagine like the <clears throat> vines and like like magical shit just like bursts out of the ground and like wraps around him. So attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Creatures attack rolls have disadvantage. Creature has a disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and speed becomes zero. So you have successfully restrained Nick. Nice. Uh, and then I'm gonna use my movement to back up a few feet. All right, Eloise, back to you. Um. I don't really think I could do any damage to him at this point because I don't have any spells left. And I imagine that if I tried to punch him, nothing would happen. So You have, can um, you have cantrips. Do you not have cantrips prepped that would do damage? Maybe a produced flame, I guess. That's what I, I guess, did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I guess like I could yeah. You yeah. don't have to. I'm just throwing shit out there. I really don't want to kill him. But if he's gonna keep screaming at us, <laughs> you're right. I, I think I will do produce flame at him. Okay, well, I just barely beat my thing that I needed to beat. And DC. Yeah, my, my DC. Um, and how do I do a ranged so spell it's, it's attack? Your d20 plus your spell casting modifier, which is two. Okay. Oh, that's significant. That hey, eighteen. Do the damage. That should be a D eight. Ah, one damage. That's okay. Hey, damage is damage, okay? Oh wait, you should have rolled with. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, oh, you can you well. can roll another D twenty plus two because you should roll advantage because he's restrained. In case you crit. Yeah. So if you crit. Ah, okay. No yeah, no I was supposed to roll with advantage anyway on my on my wild magic surge because of getting the D oh, that last too. time, but I yeah. forgot. <laughs> that it is doesn't matter. Ellie's it's whatever. Background to Cody. Yeah, can you hear that siren in the background for me? Uh-uh. Okay, cool. That's Chicago. Um uh I'm also gonna Cody's gonna remember cause this same thing happened to him. 
in defense against the dark arts, you know, with uh, and Lupin explained that you can't like wind up and throw the you got to get the flame out of your hands as soon as possible. You know, you mm, can't be fancy mm, with it. Got it. So Cody, Cody's going to do a produce flame again. Uh, D20. Well, first I'm going to do the wild magic check. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, we got a two. Uh-oh. Wild magic search. Go ahead and do your produce flame first because you you, you do still get to do that. Okay. Let's God. hope so, it's worth it. And then right. we'll roll. <laughs> Our very first wild magic surge. Woohoo! Okay. Um, it is not Cody's night. No. So this is a plus four. Um, okay. Does a dirty 20 hit? Absolutely. Dirty 20 hits. All well, right, before... D8 damage. Um, Whoa! Woo! The late Cody Calloway rolls eight damage. From downtown. <laughs> From downtown. Uh, Nick is definitely starting to look like, like not only is he flickering now, but also parts of him are kind of fading. Now, oh God, Rowan. they're gonna expel us for killing nearly headless Nick. <laughs> now, um, Kellen, you for this wild magic surge, what you do is you roll the d100 and a d20, and you add the two together. So, okay, is this? I'm just out of curiosity. Is this like? the D D wild magic surgery do you have your own i will eventually have my own today it is the the one in the player's handbook yes. okay you little so cheater it's... you little fucking i just rule, I, baby I bitch boy it, it, no <laughs> um yeah feel my pain rowan a d100 plus a d20 oh you're killing me rowan um that's a 98 you are surrounded by faint, ethereal music for the next minute. Oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> that's it. It makes it it's... super creepy, though. Yeah, no, <laughs> Cody, like, casts a spell, and then he just hears, like, chill, low-fi hip-hop beats and studies. Yeah, so like, I'll, around him. Oh I'll ask um, uh, Emily Axford to compose something cool yeah, for right, Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, really, that that's part. your producer's job to go and do it, so, Kellen, that actually... Right, Kellen, yeah, that's actually you as well. You're you're also the composer. I feel like Cody Calloway, though, like, as a character, would just hear the Halo theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Co- that pumps Cody up. He's like, hell yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So with that, it is actually Nick's turn, and he is going to. He's got to make another. So I did. I did horrifying visage wrong last time, so I'm going to do it correctly this time. It is each non-undead creature within 60 feet of the ghost that can see it must succeed a DC 13 Wisdom saving throw or be frightened for one minute. You can roll at the end of each of your turns to be unfrightened if you do get frightened. You will, you will also take some damage. So let me check and make sure everybody's within. I'm pretty sure everybody is. I will simply yeah, cover so everybody my eyes. Give me. Ha ha ha. Give me wisdom. Saving throws. Everybody. <laughs> Let's go. Everybody. I'm simply just going to cover Hebos. my eyes. Yo. Hebos from downtown with the nat 20. He's just lobbing the nat 20 so up there. My system is all just closes his eyes. Hebos with the nat 20, Eloise with the 17, and Cody, of course, rolling so well today with the 6. God damn it! So, Hebos, you are not frightened. Not only are you not frightened, 
Not only are you not frightened, but you also do not take any damage. Let's go. Wow. No dammy. Let's go. Eloise, you are <laughs> you are not frightened, and you take huge. Oh shit! It's huge. Uh, you do still take four damage. I'm so glad I drank that potion. Cody, yeah. wow, that you are frightened again, and you also take eight damage. <gasps> Is Cody dead? Uh, I know I have. Uh, Cody has a high constitution, so I'm at two HP right now, but <laughs> I cannot take another hit. Period. <laughs> And that is uh, Nick's turn. You do see that he disappears for a moment and then appears on the other side of the pumpkin. Huh. And we move on to Hebos. Heba. He's now on the right side of the room by the entrance. Heba is just gonna, he's gonna frown and he's gonna use his movement to, to walk forward. So he's hes not entangled anymore then? Oh, crap! Ha! Um, so, horrifying visage. So, the, I, I I should have done a, a save for the movement part, um, but horrifying visage I I can do without like right. even being entangled. Uh, um, but I do need to make another DC twelve strength fails. So still restrained. Thank you for reminding me. Yes yes yes. Um, Hebos is gonna like level his staff like out at pointed at. Uh, Nearly had this nick, and uh, he's just gonna say, "I hope this helps." And he's gonna cast uh, create bonfire on the uh, vines that are entangling him. You're burning him at the stake. <laughs> Happy Halloween! Next to a giant pumpkin. Uh, okay. We are the we are we are We're like going to the get darker. Expelled. He's attacking us! Hey, this is self-defense. This is self-defense, all right? Okay, so he yeah. has to do a, a dex saving throw with disadvantage because he's restrained. So dex, dex saving throw, here we go. Okay, so that's that's a 19. Damn. And that is a three. Ooh. So he fails. Four. And takes a D8 of fire damage. Four. You said four? Yes. Oh, he is looking so messed up, like so faded. Like you can barely see him at this point. He's okay. just this little flickering, like poof of smoke. So after Heb does that, he's gonna like kind of walk a little. I think I have, I have like a couple of feet of movement left, so I'm gonna walk a little bit more forward, and I'm gonna hold out my my free hand towards nearly Heb's neck, and I'm gonna say, "Let me help you. Let us help you." You just hear a scream in reply. Oh God. Fuck. Cody doesn't though, he just hears ethereal music. <laughs> oh. I'm running I'm I'm running away screaming. Like I just hear the Halo theme and I'm just running, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what you see is a ghost whose head is almost completely off, yeah. soundlessly screaming, yes. mouth open, just like nothing. But instead of screaming, the Halo theme is like a scum. This is oh, insane. That's we so really, funny. We, we really are like the trashy, deranged <laughs> trio. <laughs> they had that ogre taken care of so fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: is combat is actually happening quite quickly. It just this doesn't feel been, like that. 
This has all this been is, less than like 45 seconds. This has <laughs> yeah. been, yes, correct. Yeah. And with that, Eloise, it is your turn. Cody's been frightened, came back, frightened again. <laughs> 45 seconds. <laughs> In the last 45 seconds. It's really very slapstick because it's the kind of thing where like, like if you ran into like, I don't know, a, a, a saloon door, got yeah. knocked down, managed to get back up, right as it <laughs> Yeah, um, absolutely. So, how bad is Nick looking? Bad, bad. Fuck, bad. I don't want to kill Nick. I would say he's on death's door, but he's undead, so. Knock, knock, knock. He's almost in, in death's trash chute. <laughs> um, I don't feel like Eloise would be able to bring herself to kill anything. Okay. Is there any way I can go to Cody and help him like do anything to help him out of his 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 fear is there anything sure. i can sure i mean i'll let you give him the help action so that he rolls with advantage uh next turn to be unfrightened okay i'll do that cool. so like i guess that's just like eloise yelling like it's all in your head cody you know mind over matter <laughs> yeah well i i feel i i think i'm like physically going over to okay you. Oh. Yeah. You could also, if you wanted to, um, and again, I'm like giving you all this shit because like we're still learning, you know? Um, mm. if you wanted to try and physically restrain him so that he can't like run away. Oh. Because yeah, that's he's, that. that's that's what he's gonna have to do. So you'll t the two of you will have to do an opposed strength. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Yep. So try and grapple Cody. Both of you roll me strength. I want to fail this. I hope this is going to be like the first, the one that 20 I get this session, isn't it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's a 19. Bro. No, mm, no. Fuck you. So you still, you still give him the help action because you are trying to restrain him and it's like emotionally like that means something. But Cody is able to slip out of your grasp like the slippery little boy that he is and he runs, starts to run away. And with that, Cody, it is my turn. Okay, so I guess I I'm, I have to run as mm -hmm. far as I can. Uh, so I roll this with advantage. This is a wisdom save. Yeah. And okay, what do 13, I have to beat? DC thirteen. Okay. First one. I'll just okay. First Amazing! One's you beat it with a fifteen. All right. And you are once more unfrightened. At two HP. I. What is the damage of like um. Uh, horrifying vis visage like look like what kind of damage is that is it just like psychic it's necrotic oh god so like, it is <laughs> cody's yeah. like bleeding <laughs> he's like cody's yeah. pale yeah 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 you and and all three of you are looking just so like you like you've seen like a like a dementor like that sort of just like Ooh. just terrifying cold oh, from the inside out and like a little bit of a nosebleed sort of situation. Okay. And with that, Nick is going to die. I suppose. Well, it, he has to, cause create bonfire, it's still burning. So he has to roll <gasps> oh, to get out. right. Yeah, Habos is oh, the king of uh, status conditions. Cause that's for a minute. Yeah, he has to roll to get out of entangle. And then does he have to roll to like, if, save against if he, if he bonfire, starts right? his turn in the bonfire, he takes damage. Yeah. 
Well, it says, so a, a creature must also make the saving throw when it moves into the bonfire space for the first time. So that's what I did last time on a turn right. or ends its turn there. Right, so right. Um, he's going to try and get out of the entanglement so that he can get away from the fire is what's going to happen now um, and spend his turn doing that. So that's um, dex with disadvantage. Or wait, it's a DC what? 12 strength, I believe. It's strength. That is a 16. That does, so he does get out and is able to get out of the bonfire, um, but uses his whole turn to do that. So you see him sort of flicker out and then over to the other side of the pumpkin. And that's Hevos. <sighs> oh man, what do I want to do? Uh, Hevos doesn't really want to kill him either. Somebody's got to do it or think of a really smart way to get out of it. Well, Cody wants to do it, but I can't roll above a six today, so. I'm sure you're good enough wizards to trap him in the giant pumpkin because it almost feels too perfect. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It'd be so cool. Well, I guess. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try Alchemancy again. Maybe now that he's a little, little weaker, he'll be more likely to say something. Uh, okay. You can, yeah, give me a, uh, an Arcana. Uh, or no, sorry, wisdom with disadvantage. That's what it was. Eleven. No, you can give me um, since you didn't roll super great on that, did not beat the DC for the Arcana. You don't hear anything from him, but I will let you roll insight with disadvantage now. Okay. <laughs> Seven. Five. So with a five, you're still just like it, it is now kind of bugging the crap out of you, especially with your temper. You're just getting angrier and angrier because God. you're like, I I know I remember something. Like there's something that is not right here and I know what it is and I've seen it and I just can't remember because you're just like, this is just such a crazy thing that's happening and it's really messing with your ability, your memory. Um, Heb is gonna use his 20 feet of movement to back up. Okay. And he's gonna like look over to uh, Cody and Eloise. And he's gonna say, "Is there any way we can restrain him? Maybe wait until a professor arrives." I think I got. I think I got something. <laughs> Cody is like barely standing. I forgot Cody's really fucked up. Um, Eloise, I think with sort of like a like a stony expression, is gonna say, "You know, I I work." with a lot of wild animals uh, back back where I'm from, and I recognize an animal that needs to be put out of its misery. Whoa! That's hardcore! I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> That's so Eloise is cold. Uh, Heather's gonna frown and look back to Nick, but he's not gonna say anything. Is that your turn? Yeah, it's my turn, yeah. Eloise. So I know I just said that Eloise doesn't want to kill this guy, and she doesn't. But also, like I just said, she would rather him not be in pain anymore so i think i'm gonna no go ahead i was just gonna offer if you would like for flavor because you you have said before that your magic feels like um like the like a music box right the that like the dancer in a music box and when when you can't control it anymore it's like it just bursts open right so this could be a situation in which you you really don't want to do this thing and you're really scared but also the screaming is just so awful and terrible and perhaps you just can't control it 
yeah, the emotional intensity is just too mm-hmm. much. And she wants it to stop. Yeah. So almost without thinking, she's gonna cast Produce Flame again towards okay. him. That'll hit. Ooh, 19. Solid, solid. Roll me a d8. Eloise, how do you want to finish Nearly Headless? No! We're making our way through the Harry Potter universe, okay? Nearly Headless Nick is just the first of many beloved characters (laughs) we're gonna ice. We're like the boys, but for J.K. Rowling's beloved universe. (laughs) Harry Potter, we're coming for you! (laughs) Yeah, Harry, Harry is our Homelander. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. So, I could do whatever the fuck I want. So, going off of the sort of losing it train, I imagine Eloise is standing at the table, she sees Heb, and then she turns and she sees Cody basically almost dead. And they're in this room, uh, there's this screaming that just won't stop. And just the, honestly like, for as nice as Nearly Headless Nick is, he is so gruesome. And I think it all just comes to be too much. So she just like lashes her wand out and like like looks away as she does it, not even really thinking about it. And like stream of flames shoots out of it and goes straight for his, his, his chest. Give me an insight check. Dirty 20. So... As you watch Nick fading away, burning away into this weird ashy smoke, you do see him smile a little bit. There's a moment of silence, and then your phone begins to vibrate. I pull my phone out. It is like an unknown like caller. Like there's no oh. like, call ID or anything. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I answer it and like slowly raise it up to my ear, but I don't say anything. You give me a give me a charisma saving throw. Oh. Another dirty 20. Damn, oh. Eloise and Hebos are on their A-game today. Nothing happens, but you do, when you answer the phone, hear just a sort of... Like, just kind of a weird whispering. And then you feel an overwhelming sense of magic that you have never felt before. Just like... Just just this, like, burst of magical energy, like a wave crashing over you. Oh, no. And you're able to, like, stay steady, but it does make you a little bit dizzy. I think I would probably drop my phone. And we're, we're out of initiative now. There's still nobody there. Um, I have been rolling this whole time to see Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> and I'm really so bad. I, yeah, like that last turn, I'm like, where's Hermione? <laughs> She's like yeah. looking everywhere but back in the Great Hall. Um, Wait, yeah, you've been I rolling will... for her the whole time? <laughs> I've been rolling to see if any professors would come. <laughs> uh, c- 
Cody, I uh, can I want. Co- I think Cody's gonna go to the nearest door, limp around the pumpkin. He's gonna open the door and he's just gonna yell into the hallway like, "Hermione, Parvati, anybody help, Teddy?" Okay, finally, finally, I I rolled with advantage that time since you were yelling. Okay. With a seventeen. <laughs> they got shit the, professors here. I think so I think Cody, the last thing that you see before you like pass out from like exhaustion <laughs> is um Hermione Granger rounding the corner, mouth agape, wide eyes, screaming, Cody and then you pass out. The last thing Cody whispers is Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Falls over. Uh, Falls over. Oh my god. And then Hermione picks Cody up and then beckons for the two of you to follow her to what you would presume would be the hospital wing. Hebos will follow. Yeah. I'm gonna get out of that great hall as soon as possible. So you get to the hospital wing and you're given chocolate and healing potions and Cody is allowed to rest. Um... He is also given, like, healing. Like, he's also healed, but, like, also just needs a nap. And you're left to heal. Um, Hermione asks you some questions. You explain the whole thing to her, and she looks concerned, but, um, like, she's going to take care of it, and it probably... And she tells you, you know, it was probably nothing, just a fluke. You know, sometimes weird things happen on Hallow's Eve, and, um, like, we're going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. Um, and if you want, you can make an insight check on that. But uh, that's that's what she is. Uh, that is the, her story. Can Heb call bullshit? <laughs> sure. Roll to call uh, bullshit. When when Hermione, I mean, I mean, yeah, go for it. I was it. gonna say just like when Hermione was like said that stuff about it, like just being like a like Halloween is like a weird time. Heb is just gonna like shake his head. He's gonna stand up and he's gonna say, "I heard you," in s- some sort of weird way. That that's. Just a, just a normal Halloween surprise, is it? There was... He asked me for help. And I couldn't help him. Professor Granger turns to you and looks confused and says, Why would a ghost ask for help? What do you mean you heard me? When... Were you practicing legitimacy? I don't know what it is, alright? He's like getting kind of upset now. But sometimes I, I hear things that people say without really saying them. I, I don't know what it is. I can't control it, and mostly it just makes me angry, but... There's something wrong with that ghost. I know there was. Hebos, listen to me, Mr. Remington. You have been told what this is. By multiple people. You have the skill of legitimacy, occlumency, more powerful than many your age possess... It's a skill that can be learned, but it's also a skill that you possess pretty naturally. Now, you have been offered to train with Professor Lupin to hone these skills. If you had, then you would understand that it is a very powerful and very dangerous skill that you possess. It's also mm, difficult to properly control, properly understand. So you don't always hear what you think you hear. It's possible that mm, whatever it was that you thought that you were hearing wasn't necessarily exactly in the context that 
it's just complicated. I, I would highly suggest that you go to training, learn more about the skill. But for right now, leave it to the adults to worry about. Heb is uh, he's gonna frown, and he's gonna sit back down. He's gonna he's gonna like look to the floor, and he's gonna say, "Fine, I'll go. Maybe Lupin will answer my questions." <laughs> it's funny you should say that. No, it's it, it is it, it's funny that you should say that because later that night you all stay in the hospital wing for the night. Um, Madame Pomfrey is still there and she insists. So she's doting on you, but there's there's a bit of time where she is leaving you alone, and it's probably like three four a.m. at this point, and you hear another sort of like Hagrid earlier in the night as the hospital wing door slams open. And none other than Professor Lupin himself comes strolling inside. He looks bedraggled. Just like hair is just an absolute mess. Like he has been up all night, like just um, pacing back and forth in his office. There's dark circles under his eyes. And he's still wearing his uh, professor's uniform. And he comes in and tries to shake awake Eloise and Cody. Yeah. I'm awake up. <laughs> Cody stirs awake. Yeah. There's something wrong. You don't say. You're I... telling me, man. Oh, and Cody finally takes his Mario mustache off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Pop Free left that on. <laughs> she just thought it was real. <laughs> no, <laughs> Cody, Cody used like like super glue. He didn't oh use like God. spirit gum. He used um the stuff that um they use in book five uh, or they talk about in book five to like hang the portraits in Sirius's house so they can't like get them off of oh, the wall get the portrait yeah. of his oh, thumb yeah. off it's like that yeah so Lupin is like something's wrong I did not want to have to drag you into this but <sighs> next lesson we will talk more all right try and get Hebos to show up this time and he walks out of the room briskly Eloise sighs. No! <laughs> Eloise is such a crush. Yeah, he's a bit of a dreamboat, isn't he? She forgot that Cody was sitting there, so she looks over like, huh? What? <laughs> oh, no. Th- I, yeah. Uh, before we uh, go back to bed, uh, after like a moment of silence, uh, Cody kind of awkwardly says, Hey, um, thank you for, um, I-, I got pretty freaked out back there, so. Um, a couple of times. Yeah, a couple times. Um, you know, thanks for bringing me back. Well, that's what you do for your friends. And then she's gonna roll over and go back to bed. Cody rolls over and starts crying, but it's happy. <laughs> He's cried so much in the last 24 hours. Um, so the next morning, you wake up. The sun is streaming through the windows in the hospital wing. And each of you finds... A similarly colored pink slip next to your like bedside tables. We've been fired. No, <laughs> already. No, we're racing for pink slips. Um, <laughs> uh, Can he drive again? <laughs> um, no, they each say the same thing. Actually, no. So, um, Cody receives a pink slip, um, and. Hebos and Eloise receive purple slips. The purple slips say, Sorry about last night. 
detention next Saturday. And the pink slip says, see me in my office. And then just a dash, Hannah Abbott. Not the head of Hufflepuff. And that's where we'll end our session. <laughs> oh, we have Slytherin detentions. This suck. This has been episode five of Roleplay, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Part of year one in the Spark of Adama, an all-new original adventure set in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Roleplay is DM'd by me, Rowan O'Connor, and features Andrew Lynn as Hebos Remington, Rachel Johnson as Eloise Ann Shorewell, and Kellen Cremines as Cody Calloway. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow our social media account at RoleplayPod on Instagram to get updates and other bits about the show. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive review or tell someone else about the show. It's not much, but it goes a long way in helping us grow in this early stage of the show's life. Thanks again for listening. Our next episode will be released on January 14th. Until then, remember, trans rights are human rights, and J.K. Rowling could eat my shorts. Take care, and we'll see y'all in a couple weeks.